Tattoo Artists of Reddit. What is your most, are you sure, tattoo you've been asked to do slash have done? I actually refused to do this one. An 18-year-old girl came in wanting her boyfriend's name on her lower back. She had never met him. She was his prison pen pal for a month, and he was being released in a couple weeks, and she wanted to get it to surprise him. No judgments on ex-cons or 18-year-old girls, but I got the impression the relationship wasn't going to last. That's not the good kind of surprise. Imagine if you're chatting with a girl on OkCupid, and it's going okay, so you meet up for your first date, and she says she has a surprise for you. So you're thinking, awesome, did she buy me a gift? Or maybe she wants to show me a cool place when we're walking through the city. Or maybe she just wants to give me a surprise hug, because everyone likes surprise hugs from cute girls. Nope. Turns out she's tattooed your name on her body. I'm the type of person who thinks quote-unquote red flags are typically overreactions because everyone deserves a fair chance. But this right here, this is a real freaking red flag that's on fire, and someone is waving it frantically while holding a megaphone in their other hand into which they are screaming, RUN! RUN IF YOU WANT TO LIVE! GET THE HECK OUT NOW! An artist at the local tattoo parlor I go to tattooed a guy's ball sack, all orange with a scary face on it. The guy referred to it as a sack-o-lantern. Now, fellas, we need to talk. You're not going to be able to use this for 11 months out of the year. And for the one month you get to use this on, it's for one day only. I just got done watching a YouTube video on the worst Christmas gifts of 2022, and some of those gifts were Christmas-themed Christmas gifts. I just want you to think about that before you decide to get something holiday-related permanently tattooed on your body. A guy came in and got his wife's name covered up with the portrait of his new girlfriend. My coworker used part of her shirt in the picture to cover up the name. Then, two months later, he turned his now ex-girlfriend's portrait into a demon. I started working at another shop and in came the same guy with a third girl and they were getting matching tattoos on their hands. When I walked to the front and saw him, he totally pretended he didn't know me. Dude came in and asked me to tattoo a portrait of his girlfriend. Only, the portrait was a duck face Snapchat selfie. I jokingly suggested adding her holding the phone, taking the selfie, but he thought it was a great idea. They've only been dating six months and he didn't tell her he was going to get it. He came back a month later to add her name above it. My ex-tattooist, I didn't know that was a thing until now, tried to convince me to get a broken condom with the word whoops above it. Obviously, I declined. He ended up tattooing it on his own upper arm with his son's birthday below. Maid had to tattoo a picture of Bill Cosby to a dude's back in the mid-2000s. Poor guy probably regrets that now. Zip zap zoom it bop was in booking a tattoo one day, and a woman came in to buy her soon-to-be 16-year-old daughter a tattoo. Owner and tattooist says, sure, we can sort something out. What is she wanting? Mother says, she wants to get the Playboy bunny on the inside of her wrist. Artist refused and said, I don't want to be responsible for something so cliche and visible on such a young girl. There was an argument, but the woman leaves yelling she is going elsewhere where her money is good enough. He had strong views on neck, face, and hand tattoos. Didn't stop him from doing a fast food character orgy on a guy's back, though. I know a lot of tattoo artists who will flat out refuse neck, hand, and face tattoos on a young person if they aren't tatted up already, because that foolish-slash-impulsive tattoo can create some major waves down the line from getting a job to be flat-out profiled. 
and, like a bartender, they ultimately reserve the right to decide whether to do the tattoo or not, just like a bartender doesn't have to serve someone if they aren't comfortable with it. Definitely had many of these. One really great dingling related one recently. I work at Vic Market Tattoo in Melbourne. If you know the area, you know it's one of the older Melbourne tattoo shops. With that history comes a lot of older customers who ramble on about their experience of getting tattooed here over 20 years ago, which is why they inevitably come back. This older gent, easily in his 80s, comes to the front desk and points me out from way down the back of the shop. I want to talk to that guy. Confused, I meander up to the front to be met with a blush of embarrassment. He stumbles into his request. Now, I'm not here to offend you or to make light of the wonderful work you do, but I do have a strange ask for you, he states. Here's where it gets weird, and I really feel like he could have led with a sentence better than, so I was watching this young chap take a whiz the other day, and he had just the most beautiful bee tattooed on the head of his dingling, and I wanted to request to have the exact same bee tattooed on my dingling. Slightly taken aback and slightly amused, I tell him we can definitely do that, but that there are extra costs involved. Once I told him the price, he almost fell over, didn't respond, and mumbled his way out of the shop. Never will I forget. I was just watching this young chap take a whiz. I tattooed a swear word on a woman's hip. Just the swear word. She still loves it, but it makes me really uncomfortable when I think about her at the beach. I also had a friend want me to tattoo his girlfriend's name in Old English on his arm. I said, no girlfriend. He was mad because I was his friend and should do it. I said, that's exactly why I wouldn't do it. If they don't last, I'm still his friend. It's incredibly hard to tell someone you won't do their tattoo because their relationship might not last. Newsflash, he got our competitor to do the tattoo. Breaking news, they aren't together anymore. Another guy, when I first started out, wanted to get the fascist hunter image. It's a cartoon guy clubbing a swastika. Even though it's an anti-racism image, he still would have looked like he had a giant swastika on his chest from 10 feet away and would spend the rest of his life explaining it. I decided to not do the tattoo. Guy came into the shop I work at wanting a cover-up of a previous regrettable tattoo. Pretty normal, until he casually mentioned it's on his dingling. And it's a red rocket. None of the dudes in the shop wanted to cover it up or even see it. Only person who stepped up was one of the female artists. She was like, I don't think I have a dingling tattoo for my portfolio, so screw it, let's cover it up. The only possible way to cover it up was to add so much black work, so she freehand drew a tuxedo onto a schlong. Dude ended up with a dapper dingling, and he was happy with it. Weirdest day at work ever. I know this guy who wanted a quote-unquote cutie mark on a guy's butt. A cutie mark is the marking the ponies have on their rear in the My Little Pony series. For everyone wondering what his cutie mark is, I don't remember. It was his own special mark. Last year, while doing a guest spot in Portugal, I had a guy come in while he was on holiday for his stag party. The guy wanted all the names of his friends tattooed on his butt cheeks. 13 names on each cheek, and three of his mates wanted to sign their own names. Sure, buddy. Sure. I was a shop girl, so it was my job to get everything set up for the tattoos. I had a couple come in and want each other's names tattooed on them. Okay, no problem. At this shop, we had a rule that anything involving words has to have the person sign a copy of the lettering to make sure everything is spelled correctly. So they write their names down, the artist draw the lettering, and I give them the copies to double check spelling and sign off on it. The woman looks at the man's name, he wrote down his name to give to the artist, and says it's spelled wrong. We double check and that's how he spelled it and he looks at it and says, it's right and they argue about this. 
I go back and look at how it is spelled on his ID, and sure enough, it's spelled wrong. So he decides maybe it is spelled wrong, and the artist redraws it. On all his paperwork, he had spelled his name wrong, the way he had written it for the artist. His name is pretty common. I think he just really didn't know how to spell his name. This was a couple in probably their late 20s, early 30s with a few kids together. The guy's name? Jeffrey. We had this lovely exchange student come into the studio for about a year to get all sorts of piercings, and then the day finally came that he turned 18, so he asked to sit down and had a chat with him about what he wanted. Now, the way he asked me made me think that it was going to be this big, elaborate design. He asked for a maths equation on his foot. He wanted 3 plus 4 equals 8. I cautiously asked that he knew that that was the incorrect answer to the equation. His response was, oh yeah, I know. I just think it'd make a funny tattoo. So yeah, that and another time I tattooed Scooby-Doo and Shaggy on a guy's bum cheeks. A man came into the shop my husband works at on his 18th birthday and got a pentagram with a goat on the front of his throat. First tattoo in a very visible spot that is satanic. I don't know that kid, but I'm pretty sure he's regretting that decision. My husband refused to do this tattoo, but someone else in the shop did. On another note, my white trash biological father had Let's Screw tattooed on his hands when he laced his fingers together. I never knew what they said when I was a kid. I finally realized it at his funeral. I'm pretty sure he got it in prison. I've tattooed a guy's current wife's name on him, in the same session covered up his previous wife's name, and he also showed me another, different, previous wife's name he had on him. He didn't want to cover that one though. She must have not been that bad. <sighs> okay, that's a lot right off the bat. We also had this couple come in all the time to get tattooed at the first shop I worked at. The guy would come in sometimes with a side girl and buy her tattoos, sometimes with his fiance. After they were married, his fiance wanted me to tattoo their wedding date on her wrist. I felt really weird trying to talk her out of it while not feeling like it was my place to tell her about this guy's behavior. I ended up doing it for her, and a year later, she came in to get a red line tattooed through the date. TLDR, don't get names or dates unless they're your kids or dead. One of my dad's friends got a Gary Glitter tattoo back when he was popular, regretting that big portrait of a kitty diddler on his arm now that he is 60. Friend wanted angel wings tattooed on her back and asked me to go since I was the only person she knew with tattoos. We walk into a pretty well-known tattoo shop in LA and she explains to the artist what she wants. As she explains, it gets even more elaborate with the wings starting to decay the further down her back they went and the artist shows us some pretty sweet wings he'd done before. He explains how it will be done. He'd do the outline first and after a few weeks she could come back and he'd start the detail work. Fast forward to three days later and she's topless lying on his chair slash bed and he's laying a stencil down. He asks her what other tattoos she has besides this one and she tells him that this will be her first one. Tattoo guy's face drops instantly and he starts saying how he's going to end up tattooing some of the most painful parts you could tattoo, the ribs mostly, and he asks if she can handle it. She says yes and after a little more talking, it happened. She cannot take the pain at all. She's crying and gripping the cushion like she's about to die. Artist looks at me and his face reads like, is she really going to do this the entire time? After half an hour of tattooing with the occasional break, he says he can't deal with her screaming in the shop, so he stops. He had probably 10% of the outline done on the right wing. We leave with another appointment set so another person could re-help her with the tattoo and make it something smaller. I didn't go back, but she went with two female friends, and from what I heard was another 10 minutes of tattooing and she had a nice wave outline on her back. I know a girl who tattooed a Wu-Tang W on her upper thigh. 
Only after she finished and looked in the mirror did she realize that she had done it so that she could see the W, but to everyone else it looks like an M. R slash no ragrets. During the Twilight craze, a mother brought in her 14-year-old to get vampire bites tattooed on her neck. Little holes with blood streaming down. We refused and they got angry. A few years later, I saw that girl in public. She must have gone to a crappy shop. She had two quarter-sized black dots with red strings all the way down her stupid neck. Well, my friend recently got Tang, the Chinese word for soup, tattooed on his ankle. He'd been planning it for like three years. He reportedly did his research to make sure they didn't tattoo, quote, truth or beauty or some other bullcrap. Honestly, if I had the guts, I would get fried rice tattooed on my arm because I love fried rice. There was an 85-year-old woman who came into my tattoo artist shop saying exactly, How would a freaking skull with freaking daggers and fire? My artist said, Heck yeah! And now she's an 85-year-old grandma with skull and daggers on her chest. I've had three tattooists ask me, Are you sure? All because of the same tattoo. Long story short, I lost a bet and ended up with a dingling on a surfboard tattooed to my butt. Well, it turns out, this is a great conversation starter and always gets a giggle from everyone who sees it. But the tattoo itself isn't great, so I'd like to tidy it up and make it look better and less scratchy. Every single tattooist I've asked has looked at me like I'm crazy. One went as far as to tell me a young woman should not have surfing genitalia on her butt. I tattoo eyebrows specifically. I've had a few clients come in and not know it's a tattoo. I had an older woman come in with her paid deposit and think that I was going to wax her eyebrows. She thought the deposit was the price of waxing eyebrows, $110. I felt terrible. I waxed her eyebrows, showed her how to fill them in with a pencil, and then refunded her deposit. Other than that, there's the usual freak out before starting, so I'll always ask, are you sure? I know a girl with a camel tattooed on one of her toes. It's only an outline and it's hidden most of the time, but I do wonder what motivated her to have a tattoo with the theme of camel toe. Not a tattoo artist, but the last time I got a tattoo, I overheard the guy in the stall next to mine getting a tattoo of three spanners along his forearm. His tattoo artist was asking, why spanners? Like, was he a mechanic or an engineer? Nope, dude was a chef. Maybe he wanted to be a mechanic? Or it was a hobby or something? Nope. Dude had always wanted to be a chef and loved his work. Uh, then why the spanners? Turns out, the dude just really likes spanners. Spanner equals wrench, often known as spanner outside of North America. But today I also learned what a wrench was. This has been a very informative topic. <laughs> she thought that cazzo cancro meant screw cancer in Italian, while it really means dangling cancer. Not a tattoo artist, but my dad has a terrible tattoo on his arm of his and my mum's name. Years ago, she told him to get something around it to make it look a little nicer, and he came back with a dolphin on his peck. She wanted screw it on the inside of her lower lip? I, I need to know, is that a viable place to put a tattoo? Like, pain notwithstanding, you'd think that having a tattoo on the inside of your lip would be impossible? Like, you're not from Wakanda. That's not gonna work. But I don't know. Tattoo artists of YouTube, let me know in the comments if this is a really, really, really stupid idea. My artist had a drunk guy come in that wanted a raw T-bone steak on one peck. Artist told him no, 
but Guy insisted, so Artist finally let him make an appointment to come back in a few days when he was sober and talk about it. Dude actually came back and was still insistent that he wanted the steak. Artist told him, okay, he put together some sample art and dude would come back the next day, still thinking this guy would change his mind and not show. But dude comes back the next and he loves the art that artist shows him. Artist figures, why not? And he does it. I saw the photo of the finished tat in his portfolio. It's exactly as described, just a big photorealistic raw T-bone steak, like what you'd buy in a grocery store. This is a Ron Burgundy moment if I've ever heard one. Not an artist, but when I was in high school, a kid got a 7-Eleven Slurpee tattooed on his inner forearm. He showed it to the guy who owned the 7-Eleven nearby, who was so impressed he gave him free Slurpees for life. Hey, let's go! My two best friends got Born to be Wild in black with red flames right above their Johnsons. Now, since they are hardly ever professional snatch punishers, their pubes just mask it. But in college, they would trim and use it as a party trick. It worked. Lots of girls wanted to see it. Maybe like three or four BJs came from it with the aid of some distilled potato water. But I told the story goes of them getting it done. The two dudes with cleanly shaven pubes getting born to be wild above their Johnsons. And their artist says, I recommend bad to the bone. It's funnier. I worked in a tattoo shop for a few months learning to be a body piercer. The owner was this gruff older guy. Anyway, this girl walks in and wants a tattoo of a daisy on the top of her foot. It was her first tattoo. The owner tried for a good 10 minutes to talk her out of it, explaining how painful it was to get a tattoo there. She basically told him, shut up and do the tattoo, old man. So he did. She got about a half inch line done before she screamed and kicked him. She started bawling her eyes out about how bad it hurt. She left with nothing but that half inch line as a trophy to her own stupidity. Not a tattoo artist. I have a friend who got a tattoo of a nightclub name on his butt. It began with the hashtag, and he gets free entry for life. He's the only guy I know who shows his butt to the bouncers, and instead of getting kicked out, he gets let in free. Oh man, my dad and my stepmom got tattoos the day before they got impulsively married in Vegas. My stepmom, she got his last name tattooed on her inner forearm about three inches long. My dad got an enormous, full-body portrait of my stepmother in lingerie. It covers his shoulder and almost all of his upper arm. I was about 13 at that point, and I was livid after they came back and showed us their new ink and their rings. At least they're still married now. Distraught dude came in wanting a portrait. I asked to see the reference photo that he wanted to get tattooed. He showed me a bunch of low-resolution webcam shots of this lady from a dating site. I assumed he was trying to impress some online chick he met, so without telling him that was a horrendous idea, I instead said that it wouldn't work due to the low quality of the pictures and the heavy filters she used. Later learned that the pictures were of his ex-wife from her new dating profile. He was having a really hard time getting over her, so I convinced him that this probably wasn't the best way to get over someone. He ended up booking an appointment to get his son's portraits instead, and then didn't show up for the appointment. So, happy ending? I knew a soldier in my unit who wanted Florida tattooed on his chest, where he was born. Tattoo artist put on the stencil, asked him to check it out. He looked in the mirror and declared it was backwards. The artist began to explain how mirrors work and he quickly responded with, Look, I can see it's backwards. Just flip it, idiot. So the artist obliged. When he proudly showed off his new tattoo, the amount of laughter that ensued embarrassed him into wearing t-shirts every second of every day for months. However, he redeemed himself by getting the word cavalry tattooed on his back because, I'm sure you guessed, he was in the cavalry at the time. <laughs>
However, he once again screwed it up by getting the word Calvary tattooed on his back, which is a very subtle but very important difference. Both tattoos were big, bold block letters absolutely impossible to cover. Guy was an idiot in front, behind, forwards, and backwards. My friends called me Banana Man in high school. Ugh, first sentence in and I'm already regretting typing this. Screw it. I had butt-length blonde hair that I manic-panicked totally yellow. When I'd get high, it was often the scene of me with my hair over my face looking like a banana melting into the couch. Hence, Banana Man. It also made an easy signature that I unfortunately can't draw here, so it stuck. Fast forward a beat and you have me, in the army, no more butt-length hair, drunk on my first phase 3 outing. I'm feeling homesick and tired of the bullcrap, a typical moody new army recruit. I stumble into, yes I was stumbling drunk, a tattoo parlor outside of Fort Lee, Virginia and ask for a banana man tattoo. A lady there says she'll do it. Her excuse is she has fantasy items she wants to tattoo. Last month, she got to tattoo a toaster on someone, and now she gets to mark banana off her list. She draws me up a cartoon of a smiling banana half out of its peel, and my drunk butt loves it. Bam. Before I know it, I'm back at the barracks rubbing ointment on my upper arm. Now I'm in my late 30s and have had to explain this dumb freaking tattoo far more times than I'm comfortable with. I've got a few more tattoos now, and I love them all except this dumb, stupid, drunk purchase that I can't get rid of. At least when you drunk buy crap off of Amazon, you get to return it or throw it away. I'd love to cover it up, but it's that perfect size and shape that all my ideas amount to a big black dot on the upper arm. I've even gone to a few tattoo parlors and had artists tell me it's either going to be a big black dot or you're going to see some of it. TLDR, don't get a tattoo if you're drunk. And don't trust an artist who's willing to tattoo you if you are drunk. I remember bleeding a lot. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.